Siddur Snippet Series, generously sponsored by the Saka family. Tonight will be the last snippet, I hope, on Slach Lana, the sixth bracha of the Amida, in which we ask for forgiveness. Hashem is Marbel Sloach. He is abundant, and He's abundantly gracious and kind. No matter how often we make mistakes, no matter how significant those mistakes, He remains uh, open and eager, welcoming us to return. So we last left off. Why? What's the difference between Chatanu Chait and Pashanu Pesha? And with it, the difference between Slachlanu, Machalanu, Avinu, and Malkeinu. We started with the Avu Draham, who said, Chet is Shogei, Chet is accidental, and Pesha is Mezid, is intentional, accidental. A father sees everything the child does as accidental. So Avinu, Kichatanu, and Slachlanu, it's easy to dismiss, it's easier to forgive. Whereas Pashanu Mezid, the king, is exacting. And that's why it's Malkeinu, that requires more forgiveness. And that's why it's Mechalanu. All of that was the Avudraham. Rabbianus and Aibshitz and his Yaros Dvash has a different interpretation. He says, Chait, Chad Pami. Chait is once, person gave in, they indulged an instinct, an urge. Person did a Chait, a missed opportunity, a mistake. It's once. Pesha is repetitive. Pesha is redundant. Pesha is a pattern. Pesha is rebelliousness. When a person doesn't care, the Gemara uses the Lashon of Poshaya for somebody who fails to prepare an Erev Tavshilin on several occasions. It's an interesting example of uh, an egregious mistake. But a poshe is somebody who doesn't just once slip up, not just once indulge a urge, but somebody who does so habitually, someone who has such a pattern. So that's our bakasha, that's our request from Hashem. If chatanu, we're still banim, yuravinu, so we ask lachlanu. We did a chait, we did something by mistake once. So you're our father, you know that people slip up. And therefore, lachlanu, forgive us. For, forgive us, Slachlanu means Lagamre. Erase it, eradicate it, purge it from our history entirely. But Pashanu, if in fact we've done it repetitively, redundantly, rebelliously, then we need to invoke, um, we are Avadim. But you're Malkeinu, you're in a position to forgive even that because you're the king, so you can provide Mechila and help us avoid having to get Yisurin as a result. The third is the interpretation of Ravran ben Agra, Agra's son. He said, Chait, is a Maisa Pogum. Chait is something despicable, is something lowly. And he quotes from a Pasuk in Shoftim. That's Chait. Chait is something that's beneath us. It's a Maisa Pogum. It leaves a, a residual impact. Whereas Pesha is some, when a person, a person, a Chait, is you indulged a desire. It's like a mumer l'teyavon versus a mumer l'haches. A chait is l'teyavon. You have a yetzahara and you give into it. Whereas poshea, pesha, is it's not just that you had an urge or instinct in that moment. It's not that you acknowledge Hashem and His system, but alas, what could you do? You're human, you have temptation. Pesha is an act of actual merit of rebelliousness. Person is motzi atzma mirashuso. You try to extract yourself from being under His dominion. You rebel in malchus shamayim. Who says there's a God? Who says he's in charge? Who says I have to listen to him? Who says I'm accountable? It's much, much more egregious. So slicha is on the chait atzmo. Slicha, says the son of the Gra, is for the mistake. It's for that moment, that indulgence. Mechila is for the covet. When a person rebels against Hashem, his honor, his glory, so it's an act of rebelling against the king. And that's a great act of rebelliousness against his covet. Like the Gemara uses the Lashem and Kedushin, Melech Shemachal al Kvodo. So you see that Boris Baruch is Avinu. He gave us the keys to Torah. 
and we have to be careful. So we ask for slicha for chataim. We're nevertheless human, we make mistakes, and it needs slicha. And as our father, you understand that we ask you to forgive. But as malkeinu, kifashanu, when we rebel against your, your kingship, your monarchy, then we need mechila, we need something which is even more significant. I'll leave you off with, it's interesting, there are four brachos, four brachos that include within them, we explain why we plead to Hashem for, for assistance. They are, ki mochel v'soleach ata, our brachos, lach lanu, ki goel chazak ata, ki kel melech rofei ne'aman v'rachaman ata, ki lishuoscha kivinu kol hayom, and then the all-encompassing shma koleinu, the double emphasis, we say, ki kel shomea tfilos v'sachanu nemata, ki ata shomea tfilos amcha Yisrael b'rachamim. So what do these brachos have in common? Why do they all invoke? I'll leave this off as a question for you to think about. Why do they all invoke? Ki. The other brachas don't include an explanation or evidence that Hashem, you're the one who answers. These include the key. The reason we're asking you is because you give forgiveness, because you give healing, because you provide salvation, because you answer our prayers. But there are 13 bakashas in the middle. There's only four of them that we invoke the explanation of why we're asking. Why these four do we formulate it in that language of key, because you're the one who does, what is specific about these? With that, we conclude.